0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where yesterday afternoon we saw a movie about hummus. I swear, I'll tell you more about it in a minute. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch, coming to you from the home of the Nachum Siegel Network on the and I mean this wholeheartedly, absolutely beautiful Lower East Side this Thursday morning. I am joined by Avrami, who is behind the board in Baltimore. My thanks to Avrami. Yes, this all-digital platform means better life for everyone. So shout out to Baltimore and shout out to Avrami. By the way, shout out to Yoni, who I'm sure is listening, though he is three hours behind. Yes, Yoni is not in studio today. Our own Yoni Pollock, and again, I'm not kidding about this either. Yoni Pollock will be recording with Wheel of Fortune today. Yes, he is a contestant on Wheel of Fortune. The episode will air, we are told, sometime in February. He will be sworn to secrecy until the airing of that episode, though I'm sure we can You know, coax something out of him just to hear how many times he hit bankrupt. But we are super excited, Yoni. Good luck today. Hope you, uh, you know, I hope it's everything you wish for and more. That's all I got to say. Today, folks, national holidays, it is Get to Know Your Customers Day. It is also Popcorn Day, something I will not be partaking in unless I have an entire thing of dental floss right next to me. It is Robert E. Lee Day. Not exactly sure how in the world you celebrate that. It is Tin Can Day. All right. Shout out to Tin Cans. World Day of Migrants and Refugees. Not sure what to do about that. And this one is the most important to me. It is Thank Your Mentor Day. So in thanking my mentors, let me first thank Mayor Furtig, who I'm sure is listening. Mayor Furtig has mentored me as a writer. He served as my editor for many years and he still serves as my editor. More than he would like to admit. So my shout out to Mayor Furtig for teaching me a lot about just being a writer. A shout out to Professor Nancy Vigetti. We used to call her Vigetti Spaghetti from Brooklyn College who mentored my love of children's literature. And I would like to thank my mentor, Nahum Siegel, my also my boss, Nahum Siegel, who I am sure is listening somewhere. He has basically mentored me for the last five years. I can completely credit my ability to feel comfortable behind the mic and still retaining complete respect for this mic every single day because I am mentored by Nahum Siegel. It is also Yom Ivrit Day. That is not a national holiday in the United States, but it is one in Israel. It is Chaf Aleph Tevet, the 21st of Tevet, and it is Yom HaLashon HaIvrit Because it is Eliezer Ben Yehuda's birthday. This was mentioned this morning on JM and the AM. And my thanks, as always, to Mayor Weingarten for making sure we are on top of things like this. Eliezer Ben Yehuda is credited for reviving the language of modern Hebrew. So in 2012, the government designated, the Israeli government designated this day to spotlight the Hebrew language as an important aspect of the nation and of our return to Israel. And in celebration of that, I'm not sure the kids are actually celebrating, but... Here it goes. Schools have special programs for students, and Kol Yisrael, the radio station, has special programming. So happy Yom HaLashon HaIvrit to all. And as we've been promoting all week, the Kosher Halftime Show is in full swing. Nahum has been announcing and been pushing the fact that our one and only I mean, Aryeh Kuntzler, folks, and our one and only, I mean, everyone's one and only Aryeh featuring Evan Al will be headlining this year's event. We are totally pumped. Aryeh has confirmed for us, has promised us that it will be an epic night, and he is 100% right. Courtside Grill, Motzei Shabbat, Saturday night, January 28th at 9 p.m. Eastern time is the recording of the show. But seriously, folks, you need to get there early for a table. I'm not kidding. If the, if the restaurant opens at 7, be there at 7. If the restaurant is, uh, we will we are starting to set up by eight o'clock. That includes rehearsals. By nine o'clock, we're doing the recording. But you got to get there earlier than that for a table. Order some food, set yourselves up, and it will be an epic evening. Our thanks to all of our sponsors, and of course to our friends at Courtside Grill, and to Arye and Evan Al. Now, just give me a second because I teased the fact that I went to see this movie called Chumus. I'm not kidding you. It, it's it's a real it's a documentary on Chumus. It's called Chumus the Movie spelled H-U-M-M-U-S. It it was uh, featured yesterday, or for the last two days, I I should say, at the New York Jewish Film Festival at Lincoln Center. The movie is in full release this summer. We look forward to having the filmmakers on this summer. I've already been in touch with them, but they preferred to be interviewed when the full theatrical release takes place. And again, that is this summer, 2017. So we'll hold off on that. But since I saw the movie yesterday... I have to tell you something. The movie was great. It also had a screening in Amsterdam, and they've had screenings all over the world. I mean, hummus is taking over. Um, I brought one of my kids. I brought one of my teenagers. She loved it also. The movie The movie made us so hungry um, that we drove to Grill Point in Queens after the movie to get hummus and falafel. And yes, I... I I know I've talked in the past, especially with Schiffer Klein from Joy of Kosher, about the fact that I make my own hummus, but I decided to pick up some there as well at Grill Point. It was awesome. We had a hummus and team party in my kitchen last night, falafel, kibbeh, fresh pita. It was ridiculous. So when this movie comes to a theater near you this summer, you really have to see it. It's a lot of fun. There's a tremendous amount of pride in it, and I, I, its it has great characters, because of course, I mean, they're Israelis, so it's automatically going to be a tremendous amount of fun. Um, and there's a lot of pride in it also. So, you just have to see it. I highly recommend it. And that has probably been the longest intro I've ever done on A That's Life, but I hope it was worth it. I certainly enjoyed talking to you about this. Anyway, you're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. My guests today are returning guests here to That's Life. Gilly Shanowitz and Bryce Gruber Herman join me. They are the, the women behind, or I should say two of the women, because this was founded by moms in New York City, of the second annual Mega Chala Bake for Kids taking place February 5th. You think everyone's watching the Super Bowl? I'm sure they are. But do this earlier in the day with your kids. Good morning, Gillian. good morning. Good morning, Bryce. Good
1: morning. Good morning. How are you, Miriam?
0: I am I am super, super well. I'm so happy that last year's went well. Let me I'm gonna I'm gonna switch off between the two of you just so that, you know, we're trying to keep a little uh, little organization here in today's show. Gilly, tell me how last year's went.
2: Last year's was really beyond all the wildest dreams and expectations we could have imagined. The incredible amount of people who joined together to unite. And for a day of Jewish pride with challah, it was yummy. It was exciting, entertaining. It was just really above and beyond whatever we could have expected or imagined.
0: And did you expect last year or before last year, even before the event took place, that this would be something that would be annual?
2: Um, I can say that that was something we imagined, Bryce and I. Um, You know, we thought that this would be something that we'll try and pull together. You know, a lot of people said, oh, this can happen crazy and we said no we really think this is something important and we want to go ahead and do this and the incredible feedback we got afterwards was what do you mean you have to do this again you have to do this again (laughs) right that's
0: that and then you look at those people and they're like yeah we know you had a good time but we know what went into this and please don't ask us to do it again just yet exactly so at what point did you did you take a deep breath and say okay we learned a lot and we understand what went right and went wrong so let's Let's try and make this annual. When did that moment happen?
2: You know, that's a good question. I think um, uh, on the summertime around June, um, I think we got together a few of the moms and said, you know, do we want to do this? Do we want to do this? And um, we said we want to do this, but is it practical? And then we started working on um, seeing if this could be a practical uh, thing for us to try again um, in terms of finances and in terms of other technicalities. And at one point we just said, you know what? We're looking for a sign that this is something that we should be doing. And incredibly enough, we actually got uh, an anonymous sponsor who does not want to be mentioned, who said, I really think this is an amazing cause and I want to give you seed money um, to do this event. And when that happened in August, we said, that's our sign and we're going for it.
0: Right. Yeah. There are a number of projects that we do here. At the Nacham Siegel Network, then when we are in the midst of it, we look at each other and go, Never again. We are not doing <laughs> this again. And then you get that sign that God sends you a sign of some sort, and you're like, all right, we're doing this again. And then you do it. And and it is a glorious feeling when some kind of especially a unity project. And that's 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 your tagline, that this project was started by a group of New York City moms with varied backgrounds, not affiliated with any specific organization with one common goal, unity through challah. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, I, somebody coined that. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, um, it's good to speak to you again. You have so much going on, and I just want to make sure to promote theluxuryspot.com, which is Bryce's website. There's always stuff going on there. I know she said she is up to her eyeballs in, uh, in challah right now, so it's really what we're what we're focused on. But Bryce, what could you say went right and went wrong last year that you're using that kind of experience to base this year's event off of?
1: Well, I think, I think everything went right, thank God. Uh, but one of the coolest things from last year that I, I guess I didn't really see it coming, you know, it was the first time we were doing it, was there was really every end of kind of the Jewish spectrum in that room. Everyone. I mean, there were people who didn't know up from down the challah. They had only, like, seen it on a grocery store shelf. And then there were people who are baking their own at home every week hands down, nothing is going to get in their way. And it was really cool that everyone was sitting together and talking together and baking together and having a good time. And aside from just the tradition of Kala itself, which is really beautiful, it was so cool to see kids who may not ordinarily get to be together and get to socialize together. They were not only being together and socializing together, but they were enjoying each other and valuing each other, and their eyes were opening like, hey, you know, we're all part of this kind of broader family. You're not so different from me, and it was so beautiful to see that because there's always you know the world it's very easy for people to be divisive to and mm-hmm. go into their separate corners but you know at this event it was like there are no borders there's nothing wrong in the world everyone is kind of happy to be there and do it together which was i don't know for me as a person but also as a mom kind of the most exciting thing i've seen in a long time
0: no i hear you completely for us you know we we hear see that, you know, music, Jewish music is also something that unites, and we have seen the power of that. So when, you, uh, when you're when you passionate about something, and for you it's challah and bringing people together with challah, when you see it working, when you see the chemistry, I mean, I, I could use the yeast fomenting as a metaphor, but I'm going to avoid it, but when you see all of that kind of chemistry in the room working, and people of varying backgrounds just putting it all aside and doing that one thing together, I mean, there's tremendous gratification in that.
1: Oh, completely. You know, the funny thing is, if you would see any of these people together in another setting, I'm sure there would be all sorts of arguments that you do it the wrong way, <laughs> you have the wrong politics, and this, that, and the other. But in that room for two hours, there is nothing but unity. Nobody utters a word other than, like, support and happiness and guidance and all sorts of good stuff. And I don't know how to describe it other than, like, our car-friendly utopia
0: for two hours. <laughs> I hear that. There's uh, That was one of the things that my daughter and I were discussing at uh, discussing last night after the hummus movie. She's like, all Jews can agree on hummus. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, you know what? Great. So let's unify each other through hummus. Let's unify each other through Chala. Whatever it takes, let's just get us all in the same room. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, the second annual mega Chala bake for kids. It is the world's largest. They say that they are the world's largest. Take taking place on Super Bowl Sunday, February 5th. That's Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern time in the Grand Hyatt Hotel. I, Gilly, I wonder, is the Grand Hyatt big enough at this point to hold the Holabake Yes, actually, it's bigger than our
2: venue last year, with hoping in mind that our crowd is going to be bigger. Um, it can fit up to 1,500 guests wow. in the ballroom. So we are very excited. Uh We are really looking forward. We have over 45 organizations already on board, which is way more than last year. It's just unbelievable the amount of unity that is happening in New York City. It's truly historic and it's, Hopefully, something that will continue to grow bigger and better.
0: So, I joked with you guys last year that because Hellman's was a sponsor last year of the event, I just wanted to know if they knew that Hellman's was not actually involved in the challah <laughs> process. But I'm happy to hear that there are so many, that you got this seed money from this private sponsor, and that they saw your vision and that they that they went along with it. The fact that you have all these organizations behind it, I guess, also I would imagine from diverse Jewish backgrounds, also speaks to the fact that. Everyone for this is, they're on the same page.
2: Oh, absolutely. From every affiliation, every denomination, completely, literally, from every extreme on the, on the spectrum, everyone's coming together. And how really
0: does... Un- how does somebody register? Let's start with that because we have to talk about basics because we're pushing it and we want everyone to come and frankly, I'm in. I'm looking forward to Please God being there. I'd like to bring my kids. And we bake challah all the time <laughs> at my house, but certainly they have never baked challah with 1,500 other people at the same time. So, tell me how this works. What does registration look like?
2: Okay, we hope it's fairly simple. You just go to www.kidschallahbake.com slash RSVP or just to be simple, kidschallahbake.com and just Click on the RSVP tab, and that's how you register. It's super easy, and you get all the information you need. And we look forward to as many children as possible. We'll try and, you know, extend the walls of the Hyatt if we need to <laughs> um, for anyone to, and everyone to be part of it.
0: And everybody should know that the Grand Hyatt is located basically right next to or in the same building as Grand Central Terminal, so it is easily accessible by mass transit. Oh, yes. And what is entertainment? I mean, I know that you guys say you're doing kneading and braiding and baking and friendship. Bryce, tell me what the entertainment angle of this is about. So
1: every year, what's really important to us is, you know, the dough has to rise. And what happens during the process of the dough rising? Well, last year we had a game show where the kids are were super involved. I mean, they were going crazy, fighting each other through the flour in, you know, like a fun way. Right. Um... There was music, there was laughing, people were competing like crazy, um, and it was really, really fun. So this year, we're going to kind of keep it a little bit of a secret, but Mm -hmm. you'll see when you get there. But we have a really exciting entertainment package for the kids where everyone gets involved. And every kid in the room, whether there's 800 or 1,800 children there, everyone will
0: be really excited to participate. And what's the cost for registration?
2: So it's actually $15 a child unless they're coming with a group. And one parent or one chaperone comes along free with them because the goal is for the kids to be taking part and for, of course, them to have good safety and supervision. So it's $15 a child, and if they come as part of a larger group, a group rate would be $10 a child.
0: Okay, cool. And, Gilly, let me also just ask you, when – What is everyone walking away with when they leave the Hyatt? I mean, I understand that everyone's walking away with a challah, but are we looking at a challah or or multiple challahs? And how many people, I mean, I'm going to ask you this, but I sort of know the answer to this question. How many people have asked you if they're baking the challahs at the Hyatt itself?
2: Right, that's a very, very good question. The highest, the first people who asked us that question. <laughs> and then, um, okay, so first of all, what everyone's coming away with is actually incredible for this year because it's not necessarily only about the challah they take home with them, which is going to be unbaked. They're going to have instructions to bake it at home. But what's even more special this year is that the children are going to be involved in making the challah for other children, and they're making it for children and women of Women in Need of the organization WIN which is the largest homeless shelter for women and children in New York City. And so every team, this year is going to have a little bit of a Super Bowl teamy feel to it um, without giving too much away. Mm-hmm. And every team is going to be also making a challah for the women and children of Wynn. So not only are they walking away with physical, wonderful aprons and hats and whatever in their own challah, but they're walking away with another unbelievable misfab, doing things for others, the act of kindness, et cetera.
0: That's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, Bryce, I'm sorry. I think
1: something really cool to, to add to that is that the Women in Need organization is women and children of all faiths and all backgrounds. So we're hoping that all the kids who come to the Chalabeg have this unbelievable sense of unity with other Jewish children, but that they also know they're part of the world around them. And it's kind of their obligation and part of their joy in life to give back to the community around them as well and to promote unity worldwide Inside themselves and externally,
0: Bryce. That's an additional angle um, for the second annual event, right? This is you didn't you didn't pair with them last year.
1: Correct. This was kind of a, a new thing. Gilly and me looked at each other and we were like, you know what? These kids are they're going to get that they belong to each other and they're all part of a family and that they have to act like a family. But also, we want to raise children and a generation of children that sees the world as sort of a place where you know. They have, they have meaning and they can do positive things and they should do positive things.
0: I think that that's a very important aspect to add to this kind of a unity event, especially, you know, we don't we don't often in society give kids enough credit for being able to effectuate change and for being able to be members of society you know, we 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 sort of discount kids. They can't vote. They can't do this. They can't do that. They don't have, you know, they're under their parents' wing. But now we are empowering kids. We are empowering children in many different ways. I know that there are obviously a, a number of bat, bat mitzvah programs and bat mitzvah uh, chesed programs that kids do and bar mitzvah programs, et cetera. But now we're looking at even younger kids. I mean, this is This is a program that is geared for K through eight. You can bring kids as young as five and six who are in kindergarten to be part of this. And you look at them and say, you can do this too. Completely.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we we want people to feel unified. We want children to feel like every other Jewish kid is their neighbor, is their family, and that every other person in general on this planet is someone they can affect in a positive way. And it's their choice and their ability.
0: You can check them out on Facebook. They are on Facebook. They're on Twitter. I think that's the that's the Instagram sign also, right? You are at Kids Chalabake, at Kids Chalabake on multiple different platforms. Again, you can go to their website. It's kidschalabake.com. Pretty easy, folks. The second annual mega chalabake for kids. By the way, I'm just going to throw this out there and either one of you can answer. How do you know this is the world's largest? Well, uh,
1: last year, basically the Guinness records people told us that we had a number to beat and the number i believe was about 800 and we had (gasps) 1128
0: amazing amazing so basically you're trying to beat yourself from last year
1: we're not even trying to beat ourselves necessarily we're pretty sure we're going to But this (laughs) year the goal is just to put more goodness out into the world so we're going to have the goodness for ourselves and the jewish community but also you know to show the world hey jews are good neighbors well, and we I, want to be good neighbors to you.
0: I think that's amazing. The world's largest, and they can say it officially, folks, the world's largest second annual Mega Bake for kids. Again, it's February 5th at 11 a.m. I'm Gilly, I'm and Bryce, Gilly and Bryce, my thanks to both of you for joining. Continue Hatzlacha. I look forward to Please God seeing you February 5th. We're looking forward Thank to you. Thank you, Miriam. Absolutely, my pleasure. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. That is so much fun. I'm really going to register. I'd like to bring my kids. It's something about doing it in your home, but then again, being part of a seaboard, being part of a congregation where you're you're working together, there's really nothing like it. Let's go through the lineup for the rest of the day so you know what to expect, what to look forward to and of course what not to miss. A full afternoon of programming continues right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. After that's life. It's the live lunch hosted by Nachum Siegel himself, starting at 11 a.m. and going till 1 p.m. Eastern time. And of course, as we like to tell you, stay tuned all day long. Thursdays are unbelievable programming here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Do not miss J.M. and A.M. tomorrow morning, especially. As Malcolm Holmline joins Nahum for the weekly update scheduled at 7.40 a.m., let's see, we have the clemencies, clemencies and the pardons issued by President Obama to discuss, we have the statement by the new American ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley in support of Israel, and, oh, you know, the inauguration of Donald Trump tomorrow at As uh, the forty-fifth president here at the United States of the United States, and I don't get political on this show except when it comes to Israel. But when it comes to Israel, we all believe that there really is only one right answer. But I've got to ask everyone who's boycotting the inauguration tomorrow: you know that at the end of the day, no matter what, he is going to be president, right? So great to voice your opinions, but come on, guys, let's all get on board. At the conclusion of JAM, join Naomi for table for two. She'll be joined by Yussi Wise from Snaps Kosher. Snaps Kosher Restaurant in Lakewood, New Jersey. And Donnie Weinstock and Sam Newstein from the Aromasong Salt Company. And as a person, as you know, I am obsessed with salt. Don't miss a minute. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Siegel this Motzei Shabbat at 9 p.m. Matis continues as a seamless record. Hosting JM Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Don't miss a moment. Our thanks to Simcha Leiner, who joined Nahum in studio this morning. Uh, That was a fantastic interview. Great Facebook live presentation. You can check out that video. And of course, make sure to check out Simcha's Live in Odessa double C. Oh, sorry. It's a single CD album, but it comes with a booklet. It's and it has two new songs on it. It was really quite fantastic. And we had a good time with Simcha. My thanks for him joining us today. And TBT moment, folks. From our second kosher halftime show, and in honor of Yom HaLashon HaIvrit, here is Soul Farm and Shalom Lach Eretz Nehederet. That's life, everybody, or Kach Chayim. Bye, guys.
3: ובעד הדשה של מצלמה אבטר מילי אותה נעשה בכל מקום, בכל מסע כתאי פסיפס מתוך תמונה של מה או שלום לך, אצ' נהדר אבדך הדל לך שיר מזמור כי אמיגדלי מיושלים נסים תאור השוק הקטיף ואני כהגותה של גיבת אני בתוכ מי בצד אוני אתה אבי the smell the the of verses, and, and the Dansha Sarvedik Our Skull to the and blood! The îl to Spolene and <dependent bears filmed> and the e eu te